1: Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
2: There's a great book out by Dave Lang. It's called Soccer Made in St. Louis, a history of the game in America's first soccer capital. And Dave Lang has been covering soccer since the 70s. joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Dave, good morning. Thanks for taking some time with us. How are you? Uh, great, Randy. How are you? And thanks for having me. We're th- we're thrilled to have you, and we want to start with this because this has to be like Christmas for you, right? With the World Cup starting. Oh my gosh,
0: no kidding. I mean, with St. Louis City playing its first game last week and World Cup, it's uh, soccer heaven.
3: Hey Dave, I, I'm, in your book you talk about just the history of soccer in St. Louis uh, starting in the 1870s, produced more than 90 national champions, 70 plus players on the U.S. national team, 34 members, 30 plus members in the, in the National Soccer Hall of Fame. So I'm going to ask you, in, in your opinion, and it's probably a tough question, who is the best soccer player from St. Louis? Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> Asking who's the best baseball player because the game's changed so much. You know? Well, I tell you what, right now Tim Ream's playing the best soccer of his life at the highest level of the game. and He'd be right up there, that's for sure. Well, and as you just mentioned there with Tim playing and then you have Josh Sargent as well. What do you think that that says? I know that you mentioned in the book that this is the original soccer capital, and now you have St. Louis City SC starting up here. We have the beautiful City Park Stadium, and they have you know, the term that they keep saying, that they're trying to make this America's first soccer capital. So what are your thoughts on that about St. Louis actually being America's first soccer capital and the history behind it? Well, uh, we, the first edition came out 10 years ago. We came up with that as our subtitle we felt we couldn't say it was America's first soccer capital, but it was certainly the current soccer capital is currently the first, certainly the first one because we were turning out, Generation after generation of local players, unlike any other city until like the mid 1970s, that's been going on since the early 1870s. So I don't think there's any doubt that you can call St. Louis the first soccer capital of the United States.
3: Hey, Dave, I'm always intrigued when people write books or or do this type of work. How long and how much research, how many man hours did you have to put in to to figure out exactly what you wanted in this book? And, And how long does a project like this take?
0: Now, well, this had never been done before, and when I did the first edition in 2011, it took about two years, uh, uh, lots of interviews, and lots of uh, research, because uh, you know nobody had done it before. Uh, and the second edition took almost two years as well, because so much has happened in the last 10 years. So it was, it was a lot of interviews, a lot of uh, looking at newspaper archives, because all the newspapers are online now, back to the, before the Civil War. Uh, I couldn't even tell you how many hours it took. <laughs> Was there anything that you stumbled across that was, you know, kind of surprising or even shocked you with all your research? Uh, uh, what's come to light in the last 10 years um, with the newspapers being online, we had a league that started in late 1884, and that's three years before the first league in England. Mm -hmm. Um, That astounded me. Uh, And that same uh, in late 1884, we played an international game here against a team from Toronto. And a lot of soccer researchers think that may be the first international soccer game ever played in the United States between organized teams.
2: Wow, that's amazing. Dave Lang is with us. He is the author of the second edition of Soccer Made in St. Louis, a History of the Game in America's First Soccer Capital. OK, so it's a given that St. Louis is the first soccer capital. Don Garber, when the MLS awarded a franchise to St. Louis, said we've always wanted to be in St. Louis. So if, if St. Louis isn't the soccer capital of America right now, what city is well, so uh, in terms of fans, you know, Seattle draws a huge amount of fans to their
0: MLS games. Atlanta does well um, in terms of like actual support. You know, you have to look at I think Seattle, Portland, uh, and right now Atlanta
2: with the with the fans are drawing. So and what about development of young players? Does any because we still develop a ton of young players too. Oh my gosh! I mean, well you just look at the World Cup
0: where you have two St. Louisans in the starting lineup, and on the women's side, you know, we have uh, Becky Sauerbrunn who's one of the best players ever, uh, well over 200 appearances for the United States. Becky, uh, Lori, Kolopny, We have two women's World Cup champions. With you know, so we're we continue to turn out great players. Uh, it hasn't changed at all. Hey Dave, we were
3: we're talking about the World Cup. The the U.S. national team obviously took a one-one tie uh, versus Wales. What do they need to do? And and where is this program? Uh, where do you see them going? Or how do they go in the right direction to 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 bring home a World Cup championship?
0: Well, I think, you know, it was disappointing that end ended up with a tie, but it was encouraging when you see the age of the team. I mean, these guys are going to be around for a long time. Average age is, what, 24, 25? Um, that's extremely young for a World Cup team. Um, so there's a lot of good young players there. They're going to learn from this experience. You know, they may not do that well this year, but I think in the next cycle, which they automatically qualify because the United States is one of the host countries, um, I look for great things in the next one. So we'll see how far they go uh,
2: next time around. Hey, Dave, what do you think of the trajectory of the program? And like we said at the outset, you've been covering soccer since the 70s, and I thought in 2014 that the trajectory really looked good, and then they miss in 2018. So just an overview of USA Soccer. How do you think that the the program is doing?
0: Um, I'm encouraged by the fact that so many of the young players are playing at really high levels. Uh not just the United States, but overseas, you know, Josh Sargent and Tim Ream, for example, playing in England. Um, I mean, that was not unheard, unheard of, you know, 20 years ago where you'd have – this many Americans playing at that high of a level over in Europe. So, um, and I think it showed uh, in the first game, especially the way Tim Reed covered uh, Gareth Bale when he had to do so. You know, he, he showed his experience playing at, at the English Premier League. So that's encouraging.
2: And one final thing, and I want to tell people how to get the book, but I want to ask you about St. Louis City SC because. We here, and we're obviously we're partial towards St. Louis SC, and our city as a soccer area. But I'm anticipating that this franchise is going to become the crown jewel of MLS. Is there, am I wrong about that? Is there any reason that it shouldn't?
0: It should be. I mean, just the fact that the facilities are all in one place, um, it's a beautiful stadium, but more important, just as importantly, the training facilities right across the street. Um, everything's in one place. They're trying to remake downtown West. Um, I I see no reason why this shouldn't be the, uh,
2: the number one franchise in MLS. The name of the book by Dave Lang is Soccer Made in St. Louis, a history of the game in America's first soccer capital. The second edition is out. How can people get it, Dave?
0: Um, it's available directly from the publisher, Reedy Press, and from you know Amazon online. Also available in most of the local bookstores uh, and uh, all the local schnook stores. I'm doing a book signing Friday at OB Clark's during the USA-England game. Um, so my website is dot com has all my author events on there and new stuff that's not in the book. So there's a lot of sources where people can get the book.
2: That sounds great. Hey, have a happy Thanksgiving and have a fun signing at OB Clark's. And enjoy the World Cup, and thanks so much for the time. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a kind of happy Thanksgiving, too. Thanks, Dave. Dave Lang, again, the name of the book is Soccer Made in St. Louis, a history of the game in America's first soccer capital. Hi, this is Chris Howard,
1: host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.